0: Welcome to Working on Wellness, Health and Mind's bi-weekly wellness podcast, where we discuss wellness through the lenses of mindfulness, mental health, nutrition, sleep, exercise, and healthy relationships. We're stoked that you're with us today to explore music and how it relates to wellness, specifically the areas of physical fitness, and we might get into some others. Um, We'd also like to remind you that you can learn more about the six tenets of wellness and how to get connected with us at Health and Mind by clicking the link in the show notes. Today, I am joined by my bandmate, friend, cousin, music extraordinaire, uh, Michael Nader. Welcome to the show, dude.
1: What's up, Henry? Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. This is cool.
0: Yeah, well, um, music is just such a huge topic, and I'm sure it relates to wellness in many ways. And so um, I thought, who better to talk to than a guy I know, loves music, spends a lot of time in music. And um, I thought that might be a cool place to start is just going with what's, uh, what's your history with music? What does music mean to you? Just diving into that.
1: Um, music has always kind of been like something, you know. it's something I've always been like focused on in life, I guess it's like always just been around. It's been something that I've just been interested in. I didn't start playing any instruments until I was like 11. But when I was a toddler, my dad I'd be riding in the back of the truck with my dad and he always used to uh uh play this game where he would just be listening to classic rock radio and he'd you know be like, Mike, what instrument is playing in this part of the song? what's this instrument right now you know and I'd be like it's a guitar or it's the drums or you know and and like if a song had a li- you know some of these old rock songs have lyrics you can't you can't tell what they're saying you know there's the guy slurring his words and all that kind of stuff and we tried to be like, guess that lyric. And we had certain ones that for years, we would try to guess until, you know, eventually I figured out the internet enough to be able to look them up. Um, but, you know, eventually I got into playing guitar, um, which is actually kind of a, I don't want to talk your ear off too much, but there's a funny story of how I got into It's it, uh, the, the uh, Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock. Remember that video game? I did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before I ever played any guitar, I wanted that game. My parents got me that game and uh i got real good at that game (laughs) and uh eventually i just was like i'm tired of having to press these buttons it looks so much more fun to play a real guitar i think i like got to hold one at one point and i was like this is way cooler than this little plastic thing um and i got into that and it was you know i never looked back so that's kind of how i got started cool what about you
0: Well, um, some similarities there. Uh, When I was a kid, music was always on in our house. And my grandfather was a professional violinist and he had eight kids. My dad was the youngest of eight. And so they all played instruments. And as a result, my dad's a big music lover. And so I was exposed to bands like Earth, Wind & Fire. Um, We listened to the Commodores. We'd listen to uh, Chicago growing up. And so I had, even now, what I'd consider really good music just all around Mm -hmm. me. Plus, um, coming up, you know, you and I, we're we're both in our 20s. So we came up where the internet was accessible and I got exposed to all kinds of um, hip hop and alternative and metal music early on as well. And so uh, as far back as I can remember, I've enjoyed music. It's had a special place in my heart. And um, ironically, I'm pretty sure we got into guitar the same way. I, I can't remember if it was Guitar Hero One or Two or Rock Band, but it was one of those games where like, it's simulating like you're playing but you're not actually <laughs> playing the instrument and i just remember feeling like i liked being in sync with the music and i liked the mm-hmm. feeling of kind of creating it and i was you know i had good songs on there like music i was mm-hmm. and so i want to say i was about probably close to the same age maybe a little bit older um uh maybe 12 or 13 i asked for a guitar <laughs> and my parents were like you know You know, they thought it was just going to collect dust, but they got me the guitar, and I probably played "Happy Birthday" for three weeks straight. Like, just like I I did the same
1: thing with "Sweet Home Alabama." Like, (laughs) it probably drove my family absolutely insane when I was learning "Sweet Home Alabama" for the first time.
0: (laughs) Dude, yeah, I mean, it it was, it was, but that shows that you and I were both like, okay, we found something here that Mm -hmm. touches our soul. So, I think that that elevated my connection with music because not only could I appreciate it from a listening standpoint and like enjoying it with others, but now I could create it or like mm. actually be part in that creation process. So um that was big. I went to my first concert um maybe a year later. I think I was 14, I went and saw AC DC, which I know is a band we both like and
1: um, I remember when you were going to see that concert. I remember when I came and visited you in California and you had just started to play guitar and you didn't know it yet but your parents told me that they were going to was it your birthday or something that they're maybe or something exactly. there was something they were t- like an occasion
0: or maybe they were just wasn't coming in to winter. town you know it wasn't the winter yeah. i'm not sure if it was a it was a birthday present or christmas present or like a combo kind of thing but yeah yeah it was in the winter for sure
1: yeah mm-hmm. they i remember them telling me um that they were going to take you and you didn't know it yet. And I was like, half that trip, I was like, he has no idea, he's gonna go see ACDC. We were such big ACDC fans at that time too. I mean, that's, you you know, you're a young guitarist. That's like the, that's the coolest thing in the world when you're learning how to play guitars, Angus Young and and Eddie Van Halen and these like guitar gods. I mean, that's like like supernatural stuff. So getting to go see it, like, even for, I was like, man, I want to stay, I want to (laughs) go. You know, ACDC never comes to Virginia. Oh, it, my God.
0: And ACDC um, was so accessible, too, as a young guitarist. Like, their their songs aren't difficult to play, but they sound badass. And it's like, right. Is, yeah. You know? Absolutely. So so for me, it was like all of that. Like, I think starting playing really slingshotted me into entering that world of music. And it wasn't even long after that I started teaching. And now today, uh, we're in a band together. We both play music. And you don't just play guitar. You play multiple instruments. I play multiple instruments. Um and we go to concerts when we get the chance to. Every time we're hanging out with people, it seems like music's around. So it feels like, um, at least I can say from my perspective, music is, I'm like a fish in water when it comes to music. Like, I'm always surrounding myself with it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's fair to say, probably, from what I've seen of you as well, like music's kind of, there's a yeah. pick behind you, you know what I mean? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice that. It's hilarious. You can tell, I like it. Um. Yeah. I yeah. I spend a lot of time listening to music. I, I listen to a lot of podcasting. I've been into that, but it's a lot of music podcasts. I find like you know my job is very music oriented. I'm you know when I'm teching and stuff and setting up instruments and all that kind of stuff. So like, um, it helps to have a podcast or some music on in the background. Keep the day flowing as you're doing it. You know, listen to a song while you tech an instrument, and then you learn the song on the instrument. And you can tell it plays nice. And you're having fun, killing two birds with one stone. Um you know, I just like to, I like to do it in the background while I'm doing other things. And I like to be focused on it too. Like I try, like most of my day is bouncing back and forth between, uh, being heavily focused on whatever song is in the background, trying to like I'm like what, you know, what is the guitarist doing? What is the drums doing? Like paying attention to the little, the tambourine in the background or whatever. And, or I'm just having in the background, I'm focused on cleaning the dishes or something. Um, it's just constantly back and forth between those two things. I feel like, but usually something noise is happening. <clears throat>
0: that's Yeah, that kind of segues into one of the things I was hoping we'd talk about, which is the way we interact with music or how we use music. And you just kind of highlighted two ways there. There's kind of the active listening aspect of it where you're trying to kind of analyze it and figure out, you know, how's he doing this, whatever. And then there's kind of the more background, which I just assume that that's sort of a general population thing, like having music on in the mm-hmm. car working out or whatever. So um, maybe we can dive into that a little bit. Like what does music do for you in, in either of those aspects?
1: Um, Can you say that one more time? A headphone died.
0: (laughs) Sure. Sure. Um, I was just highlighting the fact that, you know, you brought up the two examples of, you know, the real uh, intent analyzation of music and then there's sort of the background um, side. And I was just wondering, you know, if we could dive into that a little bit more, like, what, what are we doing there? What, what's it doing for us? Why, why do we enjoy this phenomenon?
1: I don't know. I think there's something about um, there's like a certain level of of uh, like ment like, you know, like mental intellectual stim- stimulation I get from knowing how music is kind of put together and being able to listen to a song and, you know, identify which parts are acting more like a foundation and which parts are the lead parts and which parts create counter rhythm. And there's something to like the act of listening, um, that like when you know when I'm thinking about it like that, that's like mentally stimulating, kind of similar to that feeling you get when you would to like you know do you ever enjoy doing math problems? Do you ever have a weird moments where you're like doing certain math problems? Like it was kind of like
0: yeah, yeah,
1: like that. It's like it's you know it's like going on a little run with your brain or something. And I all and I you know I've always liked that you know especially when I got to the point where I could like listen to a song and then try to think about it and then pick up a guitar and learn it, you know, or a good example when we're learning songs uh, for our band and I'm sure you come across this all the time when we're learning guitar parts is like, maybe the song's got five different guitar parts that really kind of sound like one or two. Right. And then so all of a sudden you're learning this part and you got to kind of nitpick which pieces you want to, you know, which, what am I going to play here? How am I going to make, you know, one part that actually is kind of like mixing down four parts at a time. And I think it's just all, like all these different things you can do when you understand music and you understand how it's put together and how to make it. Uh, it's going to be so intellectually stimulating, you know what I mean? It's just like, it, it, it's, you know, and you kind of come out of it an hour or two later, you know, blinking like, Whoa, what just happened? Like I kind of got lost in the zone there you know, just thinking about one thing. And that's always been like a benefit to me, you know, and anytime it's like school and stuff wouldn't really be able to get me to a point where I was like enjoying stimulating myself intellectually. Like music always has been able to do that. Um, <clears throat> whether that's like, you know, it's not like it's better than school to have music, but it's nice to have that, you know, you got to work your brain out. And I feel like I'm still able to get that in an, like a really enjoyable way. Um, I've always been able to with music.
0: Yeah. From what, from what I'm hearing, it it sounds like to you, it's both, it's both a challenge and a, like it's a puzzle kind of a thing. And it's, um, you're talking a lot about the active listening to music and breaking mm-hmm. it down from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So I'll highlight maybe the, the more passive um, side of it for me, like, because um, I agree with everything you're saying, but I feel like the passive experience is super different. So for the passive experience, um, I feel like you get to sort of enjoy the music more. I don't know if that's fair to say, but like you're you're kind of letting the effects of the art take its form without having to be conscious. So like, for example, if I'm driving and I've got songs on the background, like I feel like it influences my thoughts and my mood um, and it can kind of get me excited for something or it can calm me down, I guess, if I listen to something chill or, um, so it has this like really cool, effect on the mood, depending on what kind of stuff you're listening to. Um, And I feel like I listen to music almost all the time. Like sometimes I have to turn it off just to like get some silence. Like it's almost like, you know, I feel like I I like, I have to earn, like not earn, I have to grasp for silence because of how often I'm listening to something.
1: I Um, never consciously think to myself, like, especially when I'm driving, I never like consciously think oh, i'm just gonna sit in silence i need some time just to sit with my thoughts but then i'll have random days where i just like i'll forget i don't know how i'll forget to put on something as i'm driving to work and then i'll get you know ha- halfway there 20 minutes into the ride or something and i'm like you know this is nice i'm really enjoying myself right now you know i forgot to put on music i need to do i should do this more often like you know sometimes it is nice um man, that's something has that reminded me. And your brother, Andy told me something one time that I thought was interesting. It's like, you know, he was saying that he would take a couple days a week or something and he wouldn't listen to music. And then the next time he goes and listens to music again, it's like, it hits him a lot harder, you know? And I found that that can be, you know, if I have like a week where I'm mostly listening to podcasts, I haven't really been paying much attention to the music. Um, that yeah. Whenever I go back to playing music, it's, it's always like real, a lot more intense. The like emotion I get when I first come back listening to songs or, or like an artist I haven't listened to in forever, you know, and putting it on in the background, it just is like soothing. It's almost like a little blanket of comfort um, mm-hmm. to hear like a familiar singer's voice or a familiar album you're, you know, you like. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's kind of wild, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get too, Maybe you can get too much music where it starts to lose the, um, the the benefit of it, or like maybe the benefit of it becomes diminished and it becomes like white noise rather than an, an experience you're enjoying. Because at the end of the day, I think you and I would agree that music is art. And I would I would posit that art is meant to be enjoyed and appreciated in some way. And I, I do think you diminish art in a way when it's sort of played out that way, when it's just nothing to you really, it's just something yeah. you've done over and over again. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to guide the conversation too much, but, um, I did a little bit of research on how music has been found to affect workouts. And I know not only are you a killer guitarist, but you also are a pretty avid, um, person that exercises. I know you, you do a lot of different things with exercise and, um, I found that there's some effects that music can have on, um, on exercising. Um, so some things that they've been found is that, um, uh, when you, they, they did this study where. They had people that were um, completely untrained. Like they had no working out experience and they had one group listen to music and another group with uh, with no music. And they found that um, their maximal heart rate was higher with music. Um, and one study found that music over the long span when working out creates a higher than expected level of endurance, power, productivity, and strength. Um, just all these. And then there's another one where... Um, it decreases, uh, or excuse me, it delays fatigue, and um, it increases strength. It doesn't make a lot of sense, I feel like to think that listening to something is going to change how you perform physically. But that's what some of these findings are finding. Does that, that make
1: sense to me? I mean, yeah. I don't know, like, I, 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 for sure, when you're, you know, trying to run a couple miles with in silence versus a couple miles with like some songs that get you pumped up for sure that that helps it's it's a lot i can't i'd never run without music man i have to i can't even run to podcast typically i have to have music or else i just like i gas so easily but it makes sense to me because i feel like like music all you know has a really a way of like giving me like that adrenaline rush or like depending on the songs like um a lot of people listen to like metal or like like intense rap music while they work out i'm different i like to listen to like groove music for some reason i don't know what it is but like uh, you know like the like honestly a lot of the bands you mentioned earlier when you were talking about your dad like kind of bringing you up it's a lot of like the commodores and chicago and like these and like uh wolfpack or um uh what was it there's a uh a harry Styles song um there's dude there's a harry Styles song he released i think it's called Sunflower, or something, I used okay. to run to that. So, I love running to that song, bro. That song's upbeat. Just you know, you can get in any song that's close to the uh the pace you're running at, too. If you can get something that moves you in the that's really when it works is when you run into the beat of a song. I could run for three days, it feels like sometimes when you're you know, you find the right tempo.
0: <clears throat> that, that was part of some of these studies talking about how they'd match the tempo up with the the speed at which the aerobic exercise was happening and how that would help and it's making me think that maybe the reason it's it's helpful is that you have something to relate to and match with like we as humans were incredible at copying and you know like you'll you'll see a little kid play mom or play dad like they'll figure out how to kind of take on the character or something else and if we're listening to Eddie Van Halen like ripping a guitar riff while we're running well, we're not focused so much on how we're feeling. We're more like in line with this energy we're taking in. Um, maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're just kind of going with what's being dumped in our head.
1: <laughs> I, think you, I think what you just said, like lines up uh, nicely with the idea that, and you always hear people say that when it comes to like athletic tasks, when you think you're done mentally up here, you probably have like 40% more you can go, right? It's mostly mental when you're running and stuff. Like I always heard growing up when I would be playing sports and stuff, they'd be like, if you can get three quarters of the way through the goal you set for your running, if you can get three quarters of the way there, you can finish it. Like your body will hold up. You just have to mentally push yourself. And I think one thing about music is it like, it helps you push past that mental block without having to just like grit your teeth and, you know, head down let's do this it's like it it gets you amped up and then when you're running to the beat like we can see this when we're playing you know you're playing a a physical instrument like drums or something and like like I see it with Brady all the time like Brady doesn't do cardio but he can sit behind a drum kit and bang on that thing for three hours like it's nothing you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and like to some degree his body's used to doing that but you know I think just the adrenaline you know, and the ability to just, you're enjoying yourself. So you mentally push your, you just keep pushing. Um, yeah. I think that, I think, I think it's, you know, it takes your mind off of it while, while, while allowing you to easily push through the like spots where you're like, I really want to stop right now. Oh man. Bulls on parade just came on. I think I might be able to make it through this next mile. Dude, that song is a really good running tempo for anybody listening to this. If you need a song to get you through the end of a run bulls on parade. Like, can
0: confirm. Can confirm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Spotify, I don't know if they still do this, but Spotify used to have a thing where you could go on a certain playlist and you could run with your phone and it would get it would figure out the tempo that you're running and then it would build you a quick playlist of songs that are all at that tempo. It's oh. so awesome. I used to do that That's all the time, man. It was unbelievable. Yeah.
0: That's killer. I, I hadn't yeah. heard about that. Awesome. I think they got rid
1: of the feature somehow, but I don't know. Or they have like dedicated BPM playlists based on how fast you run, but run between 165 and 175 BPM.
0: <laughs> something, um, something that came up for me when you were, when you were talking about like Brady specifically, how he doesn't really feel like working out, but something about being behind the drum kit. Um, he just can go forever. It, it brings me back to when I was playing football <clears throat> my freshman year of high school. And I was, I was cookie dough, dude. I'd never known how to work out or anything like that, but in the span of, you know, 16 weeks or whatever it was, I got in really great shape, I learned the game, and I pushed myself physically farther than I ever had before. And even in the midst of it, I knew that the only reason I was able to do it was because I had a group of guys around me that were going through the same thing. Many of them have never played before. And so it wasn't like we just really wanted to be in shape and win football games. It was something about like, hey, I'm doing this with this group. And and the identity of the group and um, the goal we had set together I felt was pushing us forward. That was another aspect of research I found, as far as kind of the relationality, the relationships. Well, you can
1: goes. see how that plays out in a in in a, in a band setting. I mean, look at these moments where you're on stage and you're at the end of the set, and we accidentally get too amped up and we play this hard song. 10 BPM faster than it should be. And we're all looking <laughs> at each other like none of us can keep up, but we got to keep up because for the band. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. these moments where we're just sweating and shaking and trying to get through the song, you know, like it's, yeah. you can push through so easy when you just can look over and, and see, and I can see you or Brady or Daniel, you mm-hmm. know, fighting through it too. Like it's, it's yeah. fun, you know, no, Sport crazy. that's that's, I think the big thing about sports uh, and, and like the difference i think there's like a parallel somewhere in there between like the difference between playing guitar alone versus with a band and oh, like better. working out and playing a sport with people like there's a level that you push yourself both both like mentally and physically you just can because you've got you know that's that's i guess that's part of the human development right like we're a tribal comrade based species like i'm sure you're yeah. sure that's been selected into us, the, the, the feel-good, you know, when you got it, your buddies with you. You're sure that's, you know, just buried deep in our DNA.
0: Well, I mean, we love, not only do we love participating in things like that, we love to watch things like that. There's nothing like a band that's so in sync. And when we play and we're in sync, there's something to that, too. One thing I wanted to point out that's really interesting about child development, they found that, and in, in I'm sure you know this because you're you're a fan of Jordan Peterson as well, and he's mentioned this before, that when kids are developing they're able to play a game together but they can't explain the game
1: it's so interesting i was thinking about this the other day at work because one of the ladies i work with brings her kids and i think one of them's probably four he's like doing the babbling at what age like he can say some words but i can't really understand what he's saying you know what i mean but he's he can he's understand he's playing he'll play games with me he plays a game where he tries to sneak up next to my desk and go boo and scare me or whatever but i watched him and another kid who's a little bit older than him they were playing a game and i was listening to them they were just making up the rules he's like no you have to go this way when when that happens and and then the other one's like okay okay and then we do this and then they're just they're they're making up the rules on the spot and agreeing to it and it makes no sense but i think it's just the we're playing a game i remember that as a kid just it's just being with your buddy and trying to do something challenging with like a friend that was the whole game is it's just we're just gonna I don't know what we're doing like but we're just doing it what is music
0: like do we ever know what we're doing like what you were saying earlier about analyzing the music you you're interested in I'm assuming here you're interested in analyzing it because you're noticing these patterns are having this cool effect but you're like, why does it have this effect? And then you start to notice, oh, there's a counter rhythm here. And it's like, you could do that with a kid's game. Like when you're in it though, you're not thinking analytically. You're just kind of like, this is fun. Like, I wonder if we can do this, whatever. But then we can, we can sit back and watch that and have a totally different perspective. And so I feel like it's beautiful how life has this dichotomy of almost unconscious engagement. And then there's the analytical side. And as adults, I feel like what you and I do, talking about the individual practices, we, you know, we were at home, working on this song and in these chord progression and learning theory whatever. But then when we get together as a group, the unconscious part comes in and we start to get to apply that stuff without thinking about it. And that levels up our ability to make art. And so the two work together in a way, because it would be bad if we were went in there very conscious of okay, it's got to be this and that that's, that's stiff playing. Right.
1: Well, it's like, you're not making it's, I find art to be fast. And I find it to be one of the most fascinating things about like, life in general is the fact is like your mind however and your soul however you want to think about like the entirety of your being you know your subconscious being will create something artistic that makes more sense than you ever could have made when you're thinking about it when you're trying to make sense you know what i'm saying like you you hear people like led zeppelin when they say they wrote stairway to heaven in 10 minutes and it's like the greatest rock song of all that. like if, if aliens came down they're like give us a rock song i feel like people would be like just give them stairway to heaven and they'll know they'll get it you know what i mean or like you know uh uh stephen king didn't he write a couple of those books in like a drunken stupor or something and he didn't even remember writing like there was like one book he wrote and he didn't even remember writing it and it's one of his like best ones and it's like your 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 mind will <clears throat> when allowed to just like create on its own it'll come up with the, the most profound thing that you could have possibly thought of sometimes you know and then you can go back and analyze it and and be like wow this is why this makes so much sense but and the moment that you're not thinking about that you know when freddie mercury wrote bohemian rhapsody he probably just sang something on a piano and, and it was just you know it's like whoa how did i do that uh, you know
0: There's something always like
1: that, but that's, you know, what's that? It's not always that way. I don't think, I think some people think they're what, you know, will come up with something that's very like what meticulously thought out and has like a very specific structure to it. But some of the, but a lot of stuff just comes, you know, it's the muse or whatever. It's your, your, the ether comes out of the ether, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that there's something about all art that, is kind of like you're describing where it's not completely in our grasp. Otherwise I don't think it would be art. So mm-hmm. there's a part of us that gets expanded beyond what we thought we could be or could be consciously mm-hmm. because we're kind of, as I was saying earlier I think you kind of mix what you have that unconscious material that's just in the moment having fun with all of those hours of like practicing or thinking about music or let's say like, like if we bring it to like kind of like a broader audience, you know, you, you've got all this life you've lived where you've listened to different types of music I think that all of that comes out when you listen to something new and you go oh because you're comparing this new thing to -hmm. all that was and so the art sort of builds on itself in a way Um, I
1: think also when you when you know there's a certain level like these I think everybody inside of them has the ability to like hear a song in their own head to, to imagine, like, if I could play guitar, I would make a riff that goes like this and they can hear it in their head. You know, there's so many people I know who are like, man, I just, I feel like I'm sitting behind the drums. I feel like you can make the beat that Bonham does. Right. And, and in your head and in your ear, you can hear it, even if you've never really played before for a lot of people, but, but you, with any art form, you have to get to a point where you can lower the bandwidth between your brain thinking the thing and your hands being able to make it come out right like that's how you get these organic moments of like like inner truth that come out of you these beautiful paintings or this 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 guitar riff that you just never you know that you've been waiting around for something like to be able to play this like you you've got to get comfortable enough with your tool to be able to make it so you can get it out without having to have the thought you know that, that the the overthinking thought that makes it now um Robotic, you know, or makes it inorganic, inorganic now, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's the thing you get. That's, I always try to tell, like, I only have, you teach a lot of guitar lessons. I only teach one kid. But whenever I tell him, I'm like, dude, if you just, you know, you're learning all these things and it seems hard now, but as you keep getting better, like the fun part comes when you don't have to think about this anymore, when you don't have to think about every single movement you make with your fingers. Like when you can close your eyes and start to play, that's when this, that's when this thing really starts to get moving. You know, that's when you're hitting yourself right in here. You know?
0: Yeah. As, as you're talking, Michael, I'm starting to think about another parallel between music and something else. And I'm thinking about music as it parallels with communication and how, when we're kids, you know, we, we got to learn how to, say words and then those words become sentences Um, and then I think about when you have a really great conversation with somebody you're not saying words that you've never known before right so you still are limited in some sense by your ability that's kind of what you were talking about like you have to walk before you can run but maybe the string of words and the meaning that you you intend to uh, like will come out in a conversation and it will just hit the person you're communicating with and it'll hit you in your soul and you go that resonated that was right Mm-hmm. I feel that when, especially, honestly, when you and I play guitar together, I feel like that resonance is is greater than it ever is. And it, it, it's not that I'm a better guitar player in that moment, necessarily. I just feel like I'm communicating what's within greater than I could be in other settings.
1: It's Lowering the bandwidth between bandwidth, you know, I'm using whatever, I don't know much about computer science, but, I, but like, uh, but I know, like, it, that's the term I always think of as bandwidth is just how long does it take? for this to become this and i feel like sometimes when we're playing together it's it just you can lock into that state you know i don't know i don't know what it is i mean if i'm speculating maybe it's like you know our ideas line our idea of like what playing the guitar together is in any given moment clicks so well that like i don't have to neither of us has to put in the mental effort to think of something in the moment it's always constantly responsive to what you or I, the other one has said, you know, very much like a conversation, right? Like you ever, you know, you've tried to have, everybody's tried to have conversations with people that you just don't vibe with. And it's just, it's like pulling teeth. Like you're just, every sentence you're just like trying to, you're like, I don't know, man. I don't know, I'm trying, you know, but then there are some people where like you just all this it, within the first three words, you're comfortable and you're not even thinking about it. And, you know, you feel like you've known them forever. Like, uh, it's weird yeah. that me and you grew up on separate sides of the, the, the nation and then we get together in our early 20s and start playing guitar together and it's like we've been doing it since we were 12 you know uh, maybe cuz we're family i don't know i don't right. know what that is yeah. it's cool <laughs> it's that i learned to science oh my yeah, god right. <laughs> yeah oh my god
0: well all right i feel like this is this is probably a good place to wrap up we've we've hit on quite a bit um, today we we talked about both of our personal histories when it came to music Um, we've talked about how we like to engage with music and some parallels between music and other parts of broader society like team sports and communication and um, I think what we did ultimately is promote like hey y'all should learn an instrument I think that's what we really did yeah Um, but but obviously music can be enjoyed um, without you know having any sort of music experience and and we as we talked about it can really improve your workouts Um, it, it has a calming effects depending on how it's used and it's going to be something that i don't think society's ever going to get rid of it might you know there might be new genres that come out and all that but i feel like music is a is a mainstay and it's because it hits the soul and we really hit on that as well it's just it's something you can feel and and thankfully we can't describe because i think things kind of become boring when you fully understand it It, it's a muse right it's a mystery um any any final any final thoughts on um our discussion before we wrap up, Michael?
1: Not really. I think it's amazing. You know, everybody likes some kind of music. So that means that there's an instrument out there for everybody. And I'd say, every- and I don't know, my best advice would be learning an instrument. It's great for, it's great for your mind. It's great for your self-confidence and it's, you know, really entertaining. So yeah.
0: <laughs> I agree. Thanks for having me, Henry.
1: That was a lot of fun, dude. I hope we get to do this again sometime and I'll be seeing hey. you.
0: It was it was my pleasure, man. And, and we've got a lot more to talk about when it comes to music and other subjects. So um, yeah, I hope that happens. Um, to all the listeners out there, thank you for being a part of the WOW community. Uh, feel free to follow us on Spotify uh, or Google podcasts for more episodes. For questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at intern at healthandmind.net. And lastly, don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at H-I-M-R-V-A. And in all you do, keep your health in mind. We'll see you next time.